It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Welcome into the PHNX Cardinals podcast presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and leave a five-star review. I'm Cherson Sussell here with Johnny Venerable, and we've got a special guest joining us this evening, one of the veteran leaders on this Cardinals team, a team captain who's played a big role on what they've done this year defensively. He is Cardinals linebacker Jordan Hicks. Jordan, we appreciate you joining the show. Appreciate you guys having me. Well, first and foremost, congratulations on making the playoffs. Big game coming up on Monday. How was it having J.J. Watt back at practice? We got to start out with that because that has fans and I'm sure you guys thrilled at the thought that you might have it back on the field on Monday. Yeah, anytime J.J.'s around, it's uh, energized, uh, fun time. So getting him back, um, you know, we'll see what happens this weekend. Um, you know, but just having him there at practice and having him back around the guys, you know, in the in the meetings and workouts and everything feels feels good to have. Jordan, you've had a couple monster games on the road this year. By the way, the Cardinals are six and zero as underdogs on the road this year. Earlier in Chicago, you had two sacks in Week Thirteen. What makes this team so effective uh, away from Glendale? I know you guys want to perform well at home, but man, every time I've watched you guys on the road, just the biggest chip on your shoulder, and it shows. Yeah. I mean, before the Lions game, you won every road game by by double digits this year. Yeah, I think that's it. Is the chip that we go into places with, feeling like we've got to tear the tear the doors down. Um, you know, and and it's tough that we can't have that mindset at home at the same time, right? It, you try to figure it out and try to try to you know, make sure everybody's in that mindset, but something about those road games uh, that gets us fired up and every team's different. That's that's what I've said this whole time. You know, I, as much as, as we want it to be that way, you know, it, it, it every team's different than that. That's, that's fine at this point in the, in the season, right now it's, now it's winning and, and keep playing. And uh, you know, this, this road game is the one that means the most. I want to ask you about, Vance and his defensive philosophy. Can you speak to maybe what it started out as and what you've seen it transition into? Yeah. Um, you know, we were pretty, my first year here with, with VJ was, we were, we were pretty solidified in kind of what we did, um, you know, pressure attack man on the back end. And it was very little zone, you know, switch up with the zone. This year, we've kind of evolved over the years. We've we've added stuff. We've seen what we're good at. Um, we're definitely still in, still attacking 
for sure an attack defense. Uh, he prides himself in that. But at the same time, we've also evolved into, you know, switching up zone man based on what presents itself. Um, you know, Stafford is a completely different quarterback than some of the younger guys we faced earlier in, in the year. So you have to be able to switch it up. You have to be able to uh, adjust to, um, you know, who you're going against and who you're playing against. I think we've, you know, our coaching staff has done a, an amazing job of uh, not just adjusting pregame, but adjusting uh, mid-game uh, to these to what they're, they're showing. So, Any thoughts so, on his name being thrown into the hat for head coaching jobs? I think he deserves it. He's been there before. I think I think he deserves another shot. Absolutely. So, Jordan, I'm, full transparency, I'm going to out myself as one of these people that when the Cardinals take a player high, I pound the table. Oh, you got to play the young guy, right? And the Cardinals take Isaiah Simmons last year, and then this year they take Zavin Collins, and you have yeah. been the constant in the middle for the Cardinal defense. You haven't missed a game in three seasons. How do you go from – being an ass kicker on Sundays and then like Monday through Saturday, it's like Jordan Phillips or excuse me, Jordan Hicks, the mentor, right. For these, some of these young guys that rely on you so much. Yeah. You know, I think it's just my personality at the end of the day. I think, I think, you know, I was lucky enough to have veterans around me who helped, you know, bring me up. And so I was exposed to that at a young age. I've always prided myself in, in keeping that going um, and not being one of those guys that you hear as one of those vets. Uh, you hear the horror stories of not teaching the young guys the defense or, you know, because they're scared of their job or not, you know, rookie hazing and getting them, you know, uh, putting them, making them do all this crazy stuff. You know, I, I try to show respect. I try to treat them as a peer, you know, not necessarily a younger brother or anything like that, but as a peer uh, and just continue to, you know, tell them and, and and expose to them what I know and, uh, you know, what I've seen over the years. So, Well, this team now has a chance to make a postseason run, potentially make it to the Super Bowl. You've been with the Super Bowl winning team before. Uh, in your mind, what does it take to hoist the Lombardi and does this team have it? Yeah, first and foremost, I think this team definitely has it. Um, it's got to be a rare combination of talent, um, and of resiliency, you know, things are going to happen throughout this playoff run that, that we can't predict. Right. And we've got to be able to be resilient and, and continue to push forward with a chip on our shoulder and a mindset that nobody can take us down. So, um, you know, I think the most resilient team, you know, the team that that is is out there not making very many mistakes. Playoff, playoff time is all about who has the least amount of mistakes. Right. So if we can do that, offense, defense, special teams would be just fine. So, Jordan, I have a theory, and Cheerson disagrees with me on this, um, but I think that the Cardinals, to be better at home, hopefully maybe later in this playoffs, but especially like next year, I think they could be best served with like some new uniforms. So I'm going to ask you full transparency, <laughs> Jordan. What are your thoughts on the uniforms minus the helmet? I love the white helmet. I love the red bird. But the uniforms itself, could they use maybe a little minor upgrade next year? What would you do? Uh how long is how long have we had our our unis? Do you know? You know, a lot. Two thousand like four, two thousand five. They've had yeah. a good run. It's right. you know time to pivot. I think. Yeah, I mean, I, as a young player, you know, you got young guys, rookies who are coming in with, with the same unis that were, you know, the guys that could be their dads probably. You know, were wearing right. Yeah. So maybe maybe switch. Maybe it's time to switch it up. I don't. I yeah. don't necessarily. 
when I go out there, it's not about the unis. When I go out there, it's about the the the, the game, obviously. But I don't know. I know the fans. Oh, I've, heard, I've heard this. You're off the, you're off the hook. Michael Bidwell's not going to call you. I just, I am trying to <laughs> to start this movement, and I need player support to make it happen. Do you? Do you? I think enough fan support <laughs> could could get it done. We're working on it. Thank you. All I said was that I personally, as a fan, and I am totally in the minority here, don't care what like the jerseys look like. But well, I get your point, Johnny, if it's really been since 2004 that it's I, time for an upgrade. I will say players, it, it does matter to players. I think, I, I know when I was a younger dude, it definitely mattered. Um, I always wanted when I was, you know, in high school, college to wear black uniforms, never got the opportunity because that was a cool thing to have at the time, right? It gives you some energy. It gives you some new new juice. So I can could, I could see your point. Those Philly so black you- ones that you would rock with the Eagles were uh, Sweet. D- the definition of elite. Yep. Sweet. Yeah, they're sweet. So would you go, Johnny also thinks that they need to go like Oregon style, like totally yep. in your Body. face flair. Yeah. Nah, no, keep it classy. <laughs> All keep right. it classy. Fair enough. <laughs> Phoenix is classy. Uh while we're while we're like a little off topic, we might as well just throw this one in here. Uh thoughts on Texas joining the SEC. Oh, yeah, that's exciting, huh? That's good news. Um, I'm excited, but I hope, talking about energy, I hope it sparks some energy in us uh, in Texas because, you know, we've had we've had a rough go, and uh, to, this year was not the, the best year for us. So hopefully, hopefully it sparks some energy in, in recruiting and, you know, the focus of the guys out there in Austin. So we've got to get some wins. So when you look back at this regular season, when you guys were seven and zero and and humming to to how you guys finished, right? That's real right. perception from the media, from the fans. What did you do so well early in the season that that maybe you have to find yourself getting back to now? Is there one singular thing, or is it a conjunction of a bunch of stuff? Yeah, well, I think defensively specifically, right? So for us, we we're getting turnovers. Our turnover margin was off the charts you know we were i think we were one of the top teams in turnover margin at the time um you know we weren't we weren't making stupid penalties and kicking ourselves you know on big third down stops or uh you know defensive defensive pi dpi like we've made some mistakes over these past few games um that have truly hurt us right and so i think if we get back to just playing clean football Right and 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 get back to to doing that and and making plays on the ball, playing confident, playing loose. Um, everything will fall into place. So Johnny was the one that uh, that brought this up before we started, um, because I know although you were you know a part of a Super Bowl winning team, you know missed out because of injury, had certain injuries while you were in Philly. But correct me if I'm wrong. I, I don't think you've missed a start since you've been here in Arizona. So, you know, how do you take care of your body? Has that, uh, you know, has, have you changed things up since you've been here? Is there, uh, is that a coincidence or what would you contribute to that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, since college, I've been plagued with injury. Um, and so for me to not miss a game, one of the big questions coming in was, can I stay healthy? Right. When, when yeah. the Cardinal signed me, um, you know, it was, can I stay healthy? Uh, and I've been able to do that through needling. I'm a, I'm a huge needler, uh, acupuncture needles, dry needles. 
anybody who knows my regiment, it is, you know, about twice a week, 200, 300 plus needles um, at a time in a session, just getting all the trigger points. Um, I'm a, I'm a big, um, I've been, been working on my, my diet since I've been here. Uh, our nutrition staff on staff is, is really good. Does a good job working with us. Um, and then also, you know, in the, in the weight room as well. I mean, it all goes together. Um, but as you become more of a pro, as you understand your body better, right. I think you, things start to fall into place and you start to get your routine and, and learn how to become a pro. So I think that's kind of been a huge transition from, from Philly to here is, uh, becoming a pro and, and, uh, you know, the maturation process during that. So Jordan looking ahead to Monday night. So Sean McVay, your first couple of years in Arizona, they were a predominantly a running team. And now they've kind of evolved with Matthew Stafford to this prolific passing attack. What makes them so dangerous with, with their skilled players, whether it's Cooper Cup or Odell Beckham? And what kind of pressure does it put on you as a back seven defensively? Yeah, I mean, shoot. And they can still run the ball, let's just say that. But yeah, uh, yeah, they're, the ability for, for McVay to scheme up you know, uh, passes and, and runs to look the same, right. Uh, for, for a linebacker, that's, that's what's, that's what's so difficult. Am I there? Cool. We're good. Yeah, we, we got, got you now. Oh, we got you cool. now. Perfect. Oh, <laughs> here for a second, but we got had you. A, had a FaceTime coming in. Um, but you know, McVay's ability to scheme up, to get guys the ball um, matchup-wise, um, you know, understand defense, but then also to have different looks off of, you know, different plays is what's so difficult. You have to have good eye discipline. You have to have gap integrity. And, uh, you know, again, they've got the big-time players on all levels at all positions to uh, to be dominant. So, you know, it's going to be a good, a good matchup. It's fun. Fun to play this game, man. I love it. Can I just say that I learned something about Johnny there? Because when your audio cut out for a second, Johnny just stood there acting like you were still talking. I was going along with it to not fool the viewers. Well, that fooled me because I was, I oh, was thank you. Was, you guys couldn't hear me. And then my, my screen was black, but I had. I'm like, yep, Jordan's got it. I get it. <laughs> Good job, Johnny. <laughs> was that was that Bidwell calling you about the uniforms to let you know not it to be Johnny? Okay, fair enough. We love him. Michael Bidwell on this podcast, with or without the uniforms. I will say that. <laughs> Is there anything else, Johnny, that you wanted to ask yes. about this matchup before we uh, go into a, a fun little game to wrap it up? Quick question, Jordan. You represent kind of, in my opinion, this new era of Cardinal football. You were brought in in 2019. You were actually the best inside linebacker value in terms of the contract you got. A lot of those contracts now for those players that were signed, I'm sh you may or may not keep track of it. Those guys aren't around anymore, and, and, and you're still here kicking ass for the Cardinals. Kyler Murray came in in 2019 as well. So yeah. you've watched his maturation process as a young quarterback. How has he grown from day one of OTAs back in 2019 to now about to start his first playoff game? Yeah, man. In a lot of ways, uh, first and foremost, I'd say his leadership, uh, his ability to connect with people and being comfortable um, as the number one quarterback of a city and of a team like that. Um, number two would be his decision making. You know, I, I remember some back his rookie year, he'd be like, man, what are you doing? And now he's now he's making 
every smart decision, um, you know, and prize himself in that. And, uh, you know, Kyler is, is as good of a player on the field as, as, as you can have, right. One of probably the most exciting player at all times on the field, um, between his legs and his, his ability to throw, um, but man, it's what he does is unbelievable. I remember when he first got in, um, I'd never gone against really a, a, a short quarterback, right? And so when he's back there in the pocket, you can't really see him. And all you see is the ball just spit out behind an offensive lineman's head and get hit right in the hit a wide receiver right in the jaw, right? Running full speed. And it's like, how in the world is he able to see, do what he does? And uh, yeah. You know, he's just continued to mature and, and continued to grow. And he's, I mean, he's the leader of this team. So does he have a slight advantage then? Maybe people say it's a disadvantage yeah, of his height, but the fact that you can't see him at times. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. It, with his ability to escape and then to be able to sit back there and hide and, and be able to get the ball where it needs to be, it's, I would say it's an advantage. <laughs> That's awesome. Are you ready to play uh, a little game with of this or that with us and then we'll get you out of there? Let's do it. Okay. All right. This or that. Pizza or tacos? Uh, tacos all day. I got to go. All right. Tacos. There's more options. Yeah, I agree. Uh, this or that. The climate in Philadelphia year round or the climate in Arizona year round? Yeah, Arizona. That's even with even the triple question. digits, because a lot of people don't. Oh, a lot on, of people man. don't like the triple digits. Stay okay. Aside. Who threw that in there? Arizona all day. I I went impromptu <laughs> because I wanted to get it. It's fine. Please continue. I I can't believe where I I get to sit outside and have lunch after practice in in January. It's unbelievable. It's crazy. We are blessed beyond belief for living yeah. in Arizona. Yeah. yeah. All right. Dogs or cats? Dogs. I always say that it's like you're a cat person. I might have to question uh, maybe who you are as a human. There you go. I don't have anything <laughs> right. against them. I don't like uh, dinner or dessert. Are you one of those people who go straight for the snacks of like M&Ms and the sweets and that kind of thing? Or do you load up on like a steak and go yeah. big on the on the entree? It'd be dinner for sure. All right, here's a, a really hard-hitting one. Would you rather listen to Baby Shark every day for the rest of your life or play for Oklahoma? I already, I already listen to Baby Shark all the time with three freaking kids around this house, so <laughs> I'd have to pick that. <laughs> You're numb to it by Forget now. Forget Oklahoma, man. I can't, I can't do that. Heck no. <laughs> what kind of question is that? Who put that one in there? Cheers. Well, I did because I read, <laughs> oh, I read my an article. Goodness. I read an article today. I can't stand that song either. I, I read an article today that uh, that Baby Shark is the first video on YouTube to hit 10 billion views. Mm. Imagine. Think about Jordan and I, I with our kids, kids have probably contributed so. to that a, yeah. a decent yeah, amount. Time. Yeah, big time. <laughs> Jordan, so Jordan P in the chat. This is a good one. Interception or sack force fumble? Uh, interception interception i like i like i like catching the ball always have all right would you oh this is another silly one <clears throat> all right you gotta you gotta you gotta think think what i'm saying here would you rather fight two ram-sized cardinals or 100 cardinal-sized rams 
Ram size Cardinals or a hundred Cardinal size Rams. Yeah. <laughs> uh, probably the two, probably the two Ram size Cardinals. I think that's, I don't, I that's don't. a good, that's a good one to end I would, on, I think. I would imagine little Cardinals or Cardinal Rams would probably swarm you so i would i would go with the two big ones that you could keep in front of you see i'm little jordan so i would have to take the smaller of the two i couldn't go one-on-one with anything the size of a ram but i respect her i hear you all right we'll we'll end it on that jordan thank you so much for taking the time out to join us especially when you got a big game coming up on monday we had a blast getting the chance to talk to you yeah thank you guys for having me thanks jordan well, that was pretty cool having Jordan join the show. I we I mean, geez, I appreciate the time. He's got he's got a big game to prepare for. Whatever. It's just the Cardinals starting middle linebacker studying McVay's <laughs> defense and hopping on our show 48 hours before the biggest game of the year. It's no big deal. It's no just big the kind deal. of yes, you can expect from this program. <laughs> and I will say he has I've I've talked about it at extensively all throughout the season he's really become one of my favorite cardinals just because of the way that he's conducted himself this season and really been the cardinals i don't know what where they'd be without him and if he would have chosen to just walk when he had the opportunity to to walk um the cardinals would be in a different position so uh love i'll tell you where they'd be not not in the playoffs um and i'm one of those people that need to be uh you know thrown raw fruit at because I, I thought they could, the Cardinals should have moved on. I was like, Oh, you know, Isaiah's ready. Xavier 16th overall pick. So I was wrong. I'm happy to say that. I'm happy to say I was wrong. I don't, people ask us on Twitter, Cheerson, like, is Jordan coming back next year? I'm like, well, I, why wouldn't he come back next year? He's, he's their middle linebacker. He's their starter, right? He's only 29. So they, they, for as many free agent misses that this organization has had, he is by far one of the best values, not only of this decade, but of the past several with the Cardinals. Most of the time, guys, one to two years, they're gone. They flame out. Jordan, it's just it's a great contract right now. I like how you framed the question. You weren't bold enough to say, not only do I feel like the Cardinals should start a first-round draft pick, but I also didn't believe in you as a, as a player. But you, I you wanted to, that part out. <laughs> I wanted the inter- interview to continue and not to get hung up on and be fired. So I uh, I molded that with respect. But Jordan's probably heard that on Twitter in the media. Like, oh yeah, you, you got to be to your point. You got to have just the thickest skin to work your way through everything that's gone through this season. He was told like the night before the Tennessee game that he was, oh yeah, you're going to start for us again. It's like, of course I am. I'm Jordan Hicks. I've always started. Well, things have paid off for sure for him for the way that he's handled everything. Well, I'm excited. I'm already in L.A. And I know you'll be joining us tomorrow. I had the chance to head over to SoFi. I didn't go inside, but just standing on the outside of that stadium. Holy smokes. That's the most beautiful like out of a, a field, arena, stadium, whatever, like any sports venue that exists, that's the most beautiful one I've ever been to. And I haven't even stepped foot inside. Yeah. I went to Dallas two weeks ago and I was convinced I've never, 
I, I will never see a stadium that will be its equal. And then I get messages from you and Saul today saying that SoFi is a game changer. Uh, I don't know why their fans, being the LA Ram fans, don't want to experience it. Uh, thank God for that. <laughs> but no, I um, I can't wait. What's the weather like in, in LA right now? Well, today it was a little rainy. I would say it's like mild temps. It's cold for people who have Arizona blood, but yeah. it's good weather. It's good weather out here. And I don't think it's supposed to rain the rest of the weekend. So I think we're in good shape. Trying to think would the Cardinals be having a competitive advantage, but I don't think so. I think both these teams do well when the when the weather is mild. But no, I can't I can't wait to take off from sunny Maricopa, Arizona, all the way to LA. I'm driving tomorrow. Pray for me, driving alone, uh, to meet Cheerson and the rest of our team. We got a stacked house in LA ready to cover this game <laughs> yeah. for, for our fans. I'm excited about it. very a very solid presence. Quite literally, we are all staying in the same Airbnb. So uh, you're going to get Cheerson and Johnny in their PJ. (laughs) You're going to, Johnny's going to get the last to arrive, the shittiest sleeping situation, (laughs) which I'm really excited about. Um, But yeah, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll bring my footy pajamas. Let's do this. You're going to get whichever is the worst of the pullout couches. I'm just going to tell you now. (laughs) <laughs> I'm, 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 my body is ready. If the Cardinals went out, I, I don't care where I sleep. I'll sleep on the streets with the Bird Gang travel people. Um, but if not, I'm going to pallet and I'm going to expect a real bed. So just, just a heads up. All right. Well, if you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now, don't miss it. Wildcard weekend is already underway. Use the promo code PHNX. You're going to get 56 to win. It's 56 to one odds, excuse me, on any NFL team. So if you bet just $5 and win 280 in free bets, if your team wins, uh, <clears throat> that is a, a pretty good deal if you ask me. But again, that's yeah. using the promo code PHNX. This wildcard weekend at the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. But as always, it is 21 and over, Arizona only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. And Johnny, uh, four and a half or four point underdog still on the DraftKings Sportsbook app? It varies. Three and a half, four. I mean, that that tells you that Vegas is pretty solidified with with what they've got going. Um, I I would take the car. I'm picking the Cardinals to win, of course, based on our earlier show. So I would take the Cardinals plus four. I would take the Cardinals money line, but yet it is about what you would think it is. That's like roughly like a 55, 56% chance that the LA Rams are going to win based on like metrics, because if you're the home team, you're typically favored by three. So add in a half to, to, to an an additional point. So not to get too technical, but that's probably about right. I know a lot of people are torn in terms of picking who's going to come out on top in this game, but it's been awesome to see how many people that are picking the Cardinals to get an upset over the Rams, especially with their history against that team. So uh, I certainly hope that's going to happen. And there's some questions right now in terms of who's going to be out on the field for the Cardinals to make that happen. As mm-hmm. uh, the Cardinals recently tweeted out game status, all the guys that are questionable on Monday, you've got James Connor, Rondale Moore, Jordan Phillips, Justin Pugh, Jonathan Ward, and Marco Wilson all on that list. The only one I think everybody's playing outside of, I'm not sure what the status of Rondale Moore is, only because he started the week 
and the week they started practicing Wednesday. They had they had Monday and Tuesday off because they played so late. Or excuse me, they played Sunday, but then the game so late. Rondell Moore practiced Wednesday and then hasn't practiced since then. Mm-hmm. That's concerning. I uh, I don't know if something flared up. He had been absent for upwards of what, like two or three weeks before this. That's a big loss if he is not 100% and he is compromised because you think about what he brings to this team from a vertical standpoint and also like if he's compromised and he's a rookie in his first playoff game and you're going to ask him to like return punts and stuff, like they just might, it's, it's, it sucks, but they may just put their hands up and just be like, all right, Rondell, like we'll try to win this one without you. We'll, we'll assess next week outside of Rondell Moore. So I will say before you move on from him, I just pulled up the injury report real quick and he is listed as limited practice every day this week. For the folks that were at practice today, they said they did not see him. So I don't know if they're just. So that's probably during the open portion of practice, which people that are out there can only see a certain amount of practice. Mm -hmm. So apparently he was in fact limited. Just reporters weren't able to see him out there, but says he's limited in practice every day this week. So maybe that's some good news. I would not let him return punts. I would let Christian Kirk return punts and then just only play him on offense in a very specific role because, I mean, we saw what happened against the Packers on Thursday Night Football. I just That's a lot to put on a guy that hasn't played in almost a month. So outside of that, it feels like Chase, James are both going to play. Justin Pugh has a – I would be shocked if Justin Pugh doesn't play. He had a hammy flare up. He had a sleeve on it. He was limited. I think he's – Justin Pugh at, you know, Super Bowl. I think they he won the Super Bowl with the, when he was with the Giants as a rookie. I, I would be shocked if Justin Pugh didn't play in this game. And then what's really good, what they desperately needed to have happen, Marco Wilson's been practicing. They're elevating Brashard Breland. Vance Joseph already said that. There, there's Kevin Peters, who was out last week, and that's why Borders had to play. He's come back from concussion protocol. The cornerback room is stable-ish. It wasn't a week ago, and you have to have that against L.A. I actually thought this injury report, final injury report before they play, was promising because there isn't a single guy that's listed as out. And there are several guys. I mean, James Conner, I was a little concerned uh, about him throughout the week, actually a lot concerned about him, and he might not play. But the fact that nobody showed up in this injury report is out is promising to me. Who do you think would be like the one guy, if you were to pick one, to take off that list would make the biggest impact uh, in their, their absence or being on the field? Uh, how can you not say James Conner? It's the only way the Cardinals can score touchdowns right now. Cheerson, that's that's the sad reality. I was thinking about it earlier today. What do, what's the Cardinals' identity, especially offensively? They don't have one without DeAndre Hopkins. Their passing game is is broken in a lot of ways. They score with James Conner, whether it's in the passing game or running the football. If he doesn't play, they are not the same team. Now, I know he didn't play against Dallas, but – what you want to do, you want to muck up this game. You want to get, you know, the running game going effectively and you can run on L.A. You have to feed number six, especially in those short yardage scenarios. So I would it's crazy. I would pick a running back in that scenario. James Conner just sets the tone for this offense right now. I agree. And the Cardinals have had issues at times scoring in the red zone. 
He is your best bet to score, especially the closer you get to that goal line, he's going to be your best bet to score. And for that Absolutely. reason alone, um, I would love to see Rondale more back just because I feel like they can get all the help or they need all the help they can get in the passing game yeah. with certain receivers not being reliable week in and week out. And, you know, he's certainly a speed and is a dynamic guy that can, uh, that can make a difference. But overall, I would say a promising sight to see in terms of that depth chart. We got confirmation too, on the flip side, LA Rams, not only are they going to be without Jordan Fuller, who was placed on IR, we got confirmation that Taylor Rapp, who is their uh-huh. standout player in their secondary, he, he didn't get cleared from concussion protocol. He's not playing. So yep. it's confirmed they're missing both starting safeties for sure. Old man Weddle. Oh, yeah. That's that's why you need Rondell Moore. That's why you need your best from Christian Kirk, just like we talked about it last night with Frank. Like, can can you please take advantage of that? Like, it's there to be had. And I think it's on one unit. If the offensive line holds up and plays the way we think they're capable of playing, then the then Kyler Murray. We'll go after them. Big play after big play after big play. The offensive line stinks. It could be me out there at safety. Well, maybe not me, but somebody like me out there at safety, and it it won't matter because he'll be on his back. I want to know this. When was the last time a team, and maybe it was recent and I just don't know about, called a guy at at two years post-retirement to come play in a playoff game for them? I think it was when the Seahawks called Marshawn Lynch out of retirement. Mm. I don't know. I think he'd been out of the league for a year, um, but they brought him back for their playoff run like two years ago, maybe. Yeah, um, I remember that. I can't remember when you play in the secondary. You have like if you don't have your legs about you, if you can't run, you're going to get exposed. So that just puts so much more pressure on everybody else. They're just they're bringing him off the street because they feel like his experience will trump athleticism. You need to make them eat that tenfold. Like, yeah, I know Eric Weddle's super smart, high IQ guy. Um, you know, started his career with the Chargers and then ended it with the Rams. I get he's a very I, like a lot of people know football that are retired. That doesn't mean they can come back and play. So you you have to make them pay there. If they don't, then shame on the Cardinals. I agree. As much as we talk about a guy like Larry rejoining the Cardinals and the right, it's thing the same thing. Yeah, it's like it's like there's a difference between staying in shape and staying in football shape. You add an additional year onto that, it's mind-boggling to me. I am so curious to see what this guy's going to look like out there. I mean, he but. didn't look good his last season in LA, and that's why, <laughs> he, like, if he could still play, he would be playing. Frank said it last night. Like, he's out there. He's going to get a nice check from them and see if he can win a Super Bowl, but. Man, that is that's a that's a wild, wild addition because normally teams just go practice squad, you're up, you know, not street free agent 37 year old. I agree. It's going to be interesting. Let's take a moment for a message from the Arizona Department of Health. Children five and older are eligible for the COVID-19 vaccine. It is the best tool that we have to reduce the chances of getting sick with the virus. The COVID-19 vaccine can reduce the risk of being hospitalized or even dying from the disease. It is safe, free, and highly effective. COVID-19 vaccines are also available throughout the state of Arizona. You can visit azhealth.gov slash findvaccine for a location near you. And let's all do our part to stay healthy and out of the hospital. Again, you can visit azhealth.gov 
slash find vaccine for a location near you for your free vaccine here in the state of Arizona. All right, do we want to talk about what our 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 one key to the game is? We want to talk about our, our score predictions. We want to talk about how long it's going to take you to drive out here to LA. Yeah. I mean, what's, what's our that. final topic going to be? <laughs> the final topic is I'm leaving Maricopa early afternoon tomorrow. I will meet you and our friends at the Bird Gang Travel get together. So if you're in LA tomorrow mm-hmm. night, I think tickets are still available. Come party with us. That you know, they, they've done a phenomenal job. I hope to see cheers. And let's end with this. If we could, I hope to see Cardinal fans in waves um, like they were in Chicago. There's a good amount in Dallas. I, I want to see a bunch of red and white on Monday night football. And for the, the Arizona Cardinals to feel like, yeah, we fumbled the ball at home, so to speak, but our fans are with us. They've stuck with us. We're going to reward the people who came to LA to root for us. Mike drop. That's all that needs to be said. Let's fill so far SoFi Stadium with a bunch of red, like what mm-hmm. happened a week ago, and it threw the Rams. Let's piss off, off Kelly Stafford again. <laughs> Poor girl. All she was doing was like defending her husband and the team that her husband plays for, and she just got like roasted for making comments about how loud it was be- because of the visiting fans. I think she's just pissed about the LA real, uh, real realty market, real, realtor market, uh, housing market, because she lived in Detroit and they had like a compound, um, <laughs> multiple acres. And now they probably live in a shoebox in LA in all seriousness. That's not the case, but no, Money doesn't she, go uh, as far for sure. That's, that's for sure. They enjoy their two bedroom loft in LA, uh, as the <laughs> quarterback, of the LA Rams, but she, she, she's always spoken her mind, man. So that. She'll probably be out. She's not a Mahomes level fan, uh, family fan, which I wish we were getting, <laughs> but she's on that next level. I like her more power to her. And I would listen mm-hmm. to her if she was on a podcast. So more power to her. I'm not going to like be rooting for her, t- but more power no, to her. No, 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 no. <laughs> All right. Well, we appreciate you joining us. And once again, we appreciated Jordan Hicks joining the show off the top. If you have not subscribed to our YouTube channel, we hope you subscribe, hit that bell so you don't miss it. You never know when a Cardinals player might pop by. So definitely don't want to miss it. Subscribe to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts and follow us on Twitter at PHNX underscore Cardinals. And go Cards, we will see you after Monday night's game versus the Rams.